Comic Book Time Machine, Episode 48, Comic Bento. Hello, time travelers. It's Daniel here with a different kind of episode of Comic Book Time Machine. That's right. Here I'm going to talk about not one, not two, not three, but four comics and a comic book service. So what we have today is I received a review copy of Comic Bento, which you can access at ComicBento.com. And Comic Bento is one of those subscription services that you might be seeing more and more about. Recently, I subscribed to a Loot Crate so that I could receive um, an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. item um, for WelcomeToLevel7.com. Um, I think I spent about 14 15 bucks for that. But I've got a lot of friends who have been talking to me about these Loot Crates, these arcade blocks, comic blocks. Uh, I'm a subscriber now to the Marvel Collector Core, which I'll be discussing on Comic Book Time Machine. I'm a big lacrosse fan. I've even seen a lacrosse box recently that promises lacrosse materials uh, for those who subscribe to their service. So what is Comic Bento exactly? Well, Comic Bento promises you, according to their website, a surprise selection of fantastic graphic novels with at least $60 of comics in your box, mailed to your door every month. And they promise this for one low fee. And they offer three different options for payment. One subscription for $20 a month, plus shipping and handling, you can sign up for a one-time, and you can cancel any time. For $18.34, plus shipping and handling, a month, you can get a three-month subscription. And for $17.50, a month plus shipping and handling, you can get a six month subscription. Now, with all these, you do have to pay shipping and handling five dollars in the United States, twelve thirty five in uh, Canada at the time of this recording. Now, what did I get? So, I received the cloak and dagger box, which had four comics in it, all spy related which is perfect for someone who records on a a show about spies, S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, and welcome to Level 7. So, again, four things, four graphic novels came. The first one was The Shadow Volume 1 with author uh, Garth Ennis and illustrator Aaron Campbell. Now, I know Garth Ennis. I've read a few of his things, and I've enjoyed them. Now, I do find it interesting that the card that I'm holding with information about him, actually, well, calls him Garth N-E-N-N instead of spelling out, spelling out his whole name. Publisher's Dynamite. And it's from November 20, 2012. Now, I really, I, I grew up liking radio plays and radio dramas, so the idea of the shadow has always intrigued me, and I've enjoyed it. So I was kind of looking forward to this shadow uh, comic book in here, because despite the fact that I like the shadow, I've never read the shadow. 
So I was looking forward to it. Um, and at the end, when I got done reading this, this item, I gave it a three. I thought it was fine. It's a story, uh, before World War II that involves a global conspiracy. And basically Lamont Cranston, the shadow is working as a spy for the U S government and, uh, uses his shadow powers to create chaos and cause at times great fighty fighty. And he's got some tension with another U.S. agent who just doesn't seem to like him. Um, and, you know, again, I thought it was interesting enough. A period pay piece. It was fun. But again, I gave it three stars. Over on Amazon, I'm going to reference Amazon a few times tonight. Uh, four stars. The second thing in here was something that I'd never heard of before called The Coldest City by Anthony Johnson and Sam Hart. And it had Oni Press as a publisher. Now, hmm, I'm going to be honest about this. I saw a lot of comparisons with Queen and Country. And I'm kind of slowly working through Queen and Country right at the moment, but it, it's the same sort of feel, black and white, um, pencils only, and spy-related female lead. Uh, in this story, Lorraine Broughton, um, she's called into Berlin as the Berlin Wall is clo falling in, in 1989, and she's seeking a basically a knock list um, that has apparently gone up potentially for sale. She's a British spy. There's a lot of character moments, a lot of drama between the various spies in Berlin, um, but it's about her, you know, basically weak in Berlin trying to solve this problem. And I found it to be, well, kind of like Queen and Country is for me, just okay. Um, I gave this a two. I think I've given most volumes of Queen and Country a three that I've read so far. I think the first volume got a four. But really, it just it felt like a Queen and Country book. I don't want to say clone, but it's in that family. Uh, again, same publisher, same sort of thing. By the way, book was published in May 16, 2012. Now, again, I gave it two stars. It's got three and a half stars on Amazon. The next book up is a book called Hit List. Um, Ralph Tedesco is the author. Um, Sammy Kavila, the illustrator. And it's from Zenoscope Entertainment, which I believe Tedesco is also the editor for. And basically, this little, this little romp... Um, soft cover. I should have mentioned the last one. All these are soft covers except for The Coldest City, which was a, a nice hard cover. Um, hit List is basically a story about some hitmen who have been contracted to take out a gang. Um, so this professional group of hitters are attempting to eliminate members of the gang and things go wrong and the plan's not going the greatest. And there's some character moments between various members, bromances, um, lots of scaddly clad women at times, but it's really a shoot 'em up adventure. Um, popping over to Goodreads real quick, I gave Headlist a two. So, uh, and this is an April 2014 collection. And finally, the last piece in here was Unity Volume 1, To Kill a King, by Matt Kent, with illustrations by Doug Braithwaite, 
by Valiant. Now, this is the one book in here. Um, it had been published uh, in 2014, March 25th, 2014. I, I know for a fact that Unity, I just got done reading the third volume right at the moment, and, and Unity to me is almost, I don't think of it as spies. I think of it as being the Avengers of uh, the Valiant Universe in many ways, in the sense that you're bringing together a team. Um, this volume really addresses bringing Unity together, Primarily uh, Livewire, who is a Syot who had worked for um, um, uh, Harada, uh, Toyo Harada, who's basically a billionaire, um, who's also one of the most powerful superhuman beings on the face of the earth. Um, he's calling together this team, which again includes Livewire, who used to work for him and is currently on the outs in exile. Um, she is able to talk to machines. Um, Ninjack, who is a British ninja spy um basically think james bond as a ninja um an eternal warrior who is um the brother of uh, armstrong from Archer and armstrong which is a book i love um and he is an immortal warrior who has fought for the earth um since ancient days and is skilled in all forms of combat and has been pretty much every major battle you could ever think of um, they're kind of brought together as a counter against uh, Exo Man of War, um, who has uh, Eric, um, his uh, leg claim to certain to certain lands near Budapest, uh, Romania. Uh, it's his ancient lands. He's an ancient being, and he is a king, and he's laying claim to his his world, and it's it's throwing the modern world into disorder because basically you've got this ancient warrior running around in alien armor. And so Harada wants to check him and then, well, steal his armor. Uh, so really, uh, all these governments are working against Exo Man of War and Harada is working against Exo Man of War. And the question really becomes, you know, they're going to kill a king. What king is it that they're going to attempt to kill? And uh, uh, I don't even need to look. I gave this book either a four or five when I read it. Oh, probably nine months ago, if not longer. I really like Valiant Universe. I'm a big fan of it. And Unity is a nice piece in that universe because, again, it, it's the Avengers. It brings together some heroes that don't have homes. Um, Ninjak just now is getting his own title. Um, the Live Wire doesn't have her own title. Internal Warrior does have his own title. So does XO. Um, but, again, it, it just kind of brings those pieces together, those threads. Um and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed Unity. I've enjoyed the Valiant Universe overall. And out of all the books in here, this is definitely the one I like the most. It's also the one that I think the least of being Cloak and Dagger. I mean, they are trying to do some Cloak and Dagger-like stuff to XO. And you've got Ninjack, again, James Bond Ninja. Uh, but of the, of the four in here, I really thought of this as being a superhero book. Didn't really think of it as being a cloak and dagger book per se. So those are the four bo books that I received in my box. Um, so how did they stack up money wise? Because again, we were promised sixty bucks. So I went over to Amazon. So at Amazon, Shadow is twelve eighty one new with Prime shipping. Coldest City fifteen twenty eight. By New on Prime. Hit list 1178 by New on Prime. 
and Unity is $9.69, new Ion Prime. Now, think about Valiant titles is Valiant titles tend to be their their issue, their volume ones tend to be a little bit cheaper. They're, they're trying to get you to buy their books. So when you add all that up, what I came to, if you're a Prime member, to get those books, it's $49.46. If you have Prime. If you don't have Prime, you're still you're gonna have to pay for shipping. If you're paying for shipping, um, it's gonna add up, and you probably would if you bought them individually, not as one group. You probably would get to the point where it was sixty bucks. But you know what they might argue is, well, we're not talking about the Amazon price, which is discounted. No, we're talking about the suggested retail price. So if you actually go back again on Amazon pre-shipping, suggested retail price of all this stuff added together, $65.96. So again, they're, they're making their $60 that they promised you when you add up that suggested retail at the very least. Now let's talk about page count real quick. Add these books together, got 580 pages of page count. For again, I'm going to assume you're going to choose the one-month option with $5 shipping. So for $25, bucks, 580 pages. Now, this evening, I bought a 432-page comic book, and I spent 27 So if you were to go page count to the, to the penny, I actually got a lesser deal on something that I paid for out of my own pocket this evening. So again, this could be the sort of service that you're looking for if you're looking for something that's got a good, decent price point for a curated, somewhat random group of graphic novels. So let's look at the get, the good. So what's good about Comic Bento? Well, the first thing is variety. So if you go to their website you are going to see, um, well, the logos for many comic book companies, including Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, Image, IDW, and Valiant. I mean, those guys that you know. And in my box, I'll say that the big name publisher was Valiant. But you're also going to see, you know, Boom and Dynamite, Oni, Archie, Xenoscope. I mean, which again, I got some of these in my box. So the good news is, is if you subscribe for Comic Beno, you're going to get variety, and it may be things that you haven't read. I read probably a graphic novel a day on average. And of the four, I had only ever read one. And of the four, I had only really heard of one, which was Unity. Um, so it did, when you talk about variety, expose me to some things that I hadn't read, hadn't considered reading, and may not have typically read if I hadn't received this comic bento box. Um, another thing that I think is good is they're all trades. Everything that you're receiving is going to be easy to put on a shelf because you're getting a trade, which means you're getting a full arc and you're getting something that's bound and will look great on the bookshelf. I'm going to take my copy of Unity and I'm going to put it right next to my Archer and Armstrongs and it's going to look happy as can be up there. It's going to fit in perfectly. So I think that's a good thing. The bad, now the bad could be the variety. You may not get something you want. Now, I think that this is a problem with every subscription box. Every subscription box you might sign up for could have this issue. Again, with the Loot Crate, um, I know that not everything that came in the Loot Crate was something that I wanted. And 
There's stuff that I sent to Ben. There's stuff that I gave away. I mean, I got a James Bond t-shirt. I love James Bond. Didn't like it at all. Literally gave the shirt away because nobody wanted it. Um, here with this bento box, hey, keep watching our Facebook page because I have three books here that I'm willing to give up. And so even though I've read them, they're still in great condition and it may be new to you. We'll figure out a way to give it out to fellow time travelers so that you can enjoy um, the benefits of the comic bento. So again, keep looking to Facebook pay the page. We're going to figure out some way to give away these books. I'm keeping Unity though. Unity's mine. Um, the other thing that's questionable is the price point. So again, I check out a lot of books. Basically, the way I look at this is this is a twenty-five dollar box. Um, cheaper than I could get them all combined on Prime on Amazon. But is 25 bucks really how much I want to spend for the risk of getting at least two books that I may not enjoy or, or like? That's really what happened here for me is I got three that I really wasn't excited about. I got one that um, I enjoyed in the past and was more than willing to read again. And I did read it again today. So, again, it's 25 bucks versus something like a Loot Crate, which... Again, isn't comics per se, but it's a little bit lower of a price point. I'm kind of, oh, we're not weary. I'm kind of skeptical of subscription boxes in general because, again, as I read off those dates, a lot of these books are from 2012. Half of them were. And so it kind of felt like maybe it was remainder for that price. Um, Again, even the Unity is not the newest version of Unity. There's there's volumes following Volume 1. It's a good jumping on point, but it's, again, it's not the freshest. It's not the newest. And so it's 25 bucks, really what you want to pay, um, especially when something like The Coldest City, which has a buy new for fifteen twenty eight, you can go over to Amazon and get a copy for a penny and then add on your shipping. So... Um, that could be a problem. So there it is, kids. There's my adventure in Comic Bento. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to say I recommend it. I'm not going to go so far as to say I dissuade it, dissuade you from it. I would say that if you're somebody who wants variety and wants things that you may not necessarily consider as part of your reading diet, you could look at Comic Bento and you would probably find um, some comic books that you enjoy that you hadn't thought about before. If you're someone who, however, has access to a really good library or really specifically knows what they like to read, you probably won't want to spend 25 bucks for a box that could for you feel somewhat random. So again, and I received a review copy of this, um, and this uh, discussion is based entirely on that review copy. So again, I, I think it really comes down to what you're looking for with a comic bento. I will tell you that I am not going to be subscribing because, again, I took that money and I bought a 480 pages worth of comics, but it was something that I really, really wanted. I paid two bucks more, but I know what I'm getting is something that I'm really going to enjoy. Here's a hint. John Ostrander's in there. So uh, there's my thoughts on comic bento. This is Time Traveler Daniel. If you want to follow some of my other stuff, you can check me out over at uh, BetweenDisney.com, 
Don't forget, I'm always talking about comics and the Marvel Cinematic Universe over at welcometolevel7.com with the seven all spelled out. And otherwise, when you consider your subscription kit boxes, kids, you know, be safe out there. Make good choices.